2: The word legend is used far too frequently in many walks of life, especially in music. On the case of one Reginald Dwight, legend is probably not big enough a word. For over 50 years, Elton John, along with his songwriting partner Bernie Taupin, have written and performed some of the greatest songs ever recorded. For every heartstring-pulling ballad, there has been a fist-punching rock anthem. With Elton recently retiring from live shows, what a perfect time to celebrate his songs. Here's Neil with 10 Elton Facts. Thank you very much,
1: Pav. So, Elton John's real name was Reginald Kenneth Dwight, but he legally changed it to Elton John in 1972. His middle name now is Hercules. It comes from the name of the horse in the classic British sitcom Steptoe and Son, not from the Greek legend. He has the best-selling single in both the US and the UK with 97's Candle in the Wind. He has sold over 250 million records to date. Ooh. And in 1998, he became a sir. <laughs> Elton John was the first Western rock star to perform in the USSR in 1979. They believe this to be the start of the softening towards the Western culture.
3: Yes, I do.
1: Elton started wearing glasses to copy one of his idols, Buddy Holly, before he needed to wear them. It's, be- um, sorry, it's believed he has now over a thousand pairs. Be it, be it, be it, be it. Nominated for four Academy Awards, he won twice. He's been nominated for thirty-five Grammys and won five. Plus, received a Grammy Legend Award, and he's also been nominated for four Tonys and won once. Get back. Elton has played live at over 3,500 shows in over 80 countries. And he famously spent £40 million in 20 months, spending £2,930,000 on flowers alone.
2: Wonderful thank you very much thank you there were some bits there i didn't know about at all neil well done well there you go jolly good okay before we introduce our wonderful guest for uh, this episode i've got a couple of little bits of, of news and business firstly apologies for the 100th episode um it was beethoven not mozart that billy joel stole the little bit for this night so apologies for that as soon as i saw the comment i thought ah, I realise that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I thought I was all Billy Big Bollocks for the old. Oh, yeah, it's Mozart. It's not. It was Beethoven. Um, hello to our brand new Patreon uh, subscriber, Patreon top head. Hello to Chris. So, hello, Chris. Hello, Chris, and thank hello you very much, Chris. Chris. Thank you very much for your support. And also on uh, the Saturday just gone, uh, I appeared on the My Five Cents podcast. Now, three very, very cool American dudes, as I'm allowed to call them, uh and their names are just called cool, just to start with so 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 juve, habitual <laughs> line stepper and the logical genius and it was it was so much fun i'm going to put all of the links to listen to the podcast in the show notes if you get a chance it's a very fun listen uh don't just listen to the one I'm on, listen to other ones as well, and hopefully in the future we're going to get the guys on uh as guests on the podcast as well, so all of that will be in the show notes. Our guest tonight, writer, editor, broadcaster, she's our island girl, as it's Elton John. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Elvin. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it has.
4: I'm looking far too pasty to be a tropical island girl. Sorry about (laughs) that. But can we just say, how, how has Elton John only got five Grammys? This feels like...
1: Yeah, cause for crazy. some
4: sort of international incident with America let's just go back to war with America
1: <laughs> but I suppose he has been honoured with the legendary maybe to make up for it and not, you know they're not very giving with the legendary they but, say so. you
4: know I mean the thing is like Elton you know he has a bit of a famous temper you know Tantons and Tiaras it's like Indeed. I, I think if you've been, if you're Elton Bloody John and you've been nominated for 35 Grammys and you've got five I think you know he's Done all right to keep a lid on that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: I suppose it's all subjective, isn't it? I, I mean, I'd love to know who no, won. No,
4: it is not. Do you not? Like, <laughs> See, that's who's, who's outrageous. A, who's another <laughs> one of your
2: favourite music artists? Who would you David say? Bowie? So what happens if, like, David Bowie has won seven of the ones that Elton John was?
4: Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I get. I get what you nominated yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, sort yeah. of like yeah. you know. Yeah. All right, I mean, fair
2: enough. I was watching the, uh, on Disney Plus, they've got the the last live LA show that Elton John did at, on the, the, the last tour that he's doing.
3: Mm.
2: And the whole concept of why did this man, with these tunes that he's written, it's got to be timing for me, hasn't it? I, I know it, there's masses of talent, but there are so many people out there that have written songs that we'll never hear that are probably amazing songs. Yeah. But... I'm I'm thinking to myself, it's got to be, is it fate? I don't know. But is it timing? He was in a certain place at a certain time and now he is Elton John.
4: It, It must be a huge element of that for anybody who's cut through. But when I think of, I mean, you'll see most of my top 10 is a certain Elton era where I feel like he just set the agenda. He just knew how to write a pretty ballad in a kind of a, I don't know that really raw seventies way that just it, it just resonated. I was two years old and his songs resonated with me. Mm. And I don't think I don't know if that's the the Zeitgeist. How how what do you know what's going on in the Zeitgeist when you're two? <laughs> so, you know, it's, <laughs> it's really weird. I used to call him John Elton at that age.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But the other thing is, is like it's a bit like the, the Queen, is that well, not now, but I'd never known a life without the Queen until she passed away now it's the same with Elton John I've never known a a, a world a universe without Mm. Elton John in it
4: that's it I was thinking about that as I did this list and it's like obviously talking of subjectivity everyone's going to have their own thoughts on what are the best Elton songs but every single one of them has some sort of Emotional resonance for me at a, at a time and a place, and particularly the number one song means a lot to me in in really deep emotional ways. And I'm sure he must. He, I mean, he he's got such a body of work, and he's around. He's been around forever. He must get so tired of people mm-hmm. wanting to explain to him what this or that song meant to him to them. No. Yeah. yeah.
2: So when's your first mm-hmm. um, feelings or memories of Elton and Neil?
1: um i
2: genuinely can't remember i
1: remember mum and dad um when i was growing up so this would have been in the 70s was the goodbye yellow brick road was it goodbye yellow brick road i'm trying to remember the picture on the front of the album was the, the cartoony with,
4: one yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah that
1: is the one yeah. yeah so i used to play that because that's the only records i ever had was my parents that's what i grew up sort of liking and and then I sort of in the eighties, I sort of enjoyed it then at the end of the seventies. And then in the eighties, I wasn't a big fan when he did I mean, I'm gonna be quite controversial. I don't like the song Sacrifice. I really I hate
4: the, I hate that song. Yeah. I hate it. I, I hate it. That's it just became one. No, I'm are you I'm
1: joking? joking? No, I am joking. No, no, no am it
4: joking. it it's just I don't know. It it also there are certain songs that you remember that were on every Forty-five seconds on the radio, mm. and that and that was just one of those, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but I also think to myself as well that everybody, I think, likes at least one Out and John song. Yeah. I haven't met anybody that turns around to you and goes, "Oh, I hate him, hate every song."
4: Yeah, everybody,
1: I think, likes one, and he's one of those few artists that you can say that about.
4: And also, Glastonbury recently, mm. he's still got the pipes. He's incredible. Yeah, hasn't he? It's yeah. absolutely incredible. I really, I've never met Elton and it's really weird because I don't know, I've been in loads of places where he's been in Atlanta and then I've got actually a lot of friends who go to his house for dinner all the time, mm. but, I, but I've never met him. But um, so I, I hope I get to one day.
1: And he famously keeps his finger on the pulse, doesn't he, with new up-and-coming artists. he He's very supportive of people coming through the ranks. And, yep. again, with people with problems, you know, their own inner demons. I mean, mm. look how he tries to help Pete Doherty and people like that, and famously. So i got a lot of respect for him and what he does.
4: To yeah, me. and, and the, do you remember, did you watch the uh, Wham! documentary recently?
1: I haven't I seen haven't, it yet. No, I haven't oh, seen it yet. And
4: there's just this beautiful moment in it where... George Michael's at the Ivor Novello Awards, and he's sort of like transitioning from Wham! George Michael to, the, to being the solo artist that he became, and it was like a really big news piece at the time. Elton John being interviewed at this thing, saying, "This man is an incredible songwriter. This man is writing songs that I wish I could have at his age," and that and it and it changed the trajectory in a lot of people's minds for George Michael. It was so, it was just so beautiful. And generous and respectful, and it made me love Elton even more.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, let's crack on with the business. Um, Joe, give us your number ten Elton John song.
4: Okay, now it's quite a controversial one. It's just I I kind of feel like a lot of people would be like, what? <laughs> but when, when I was a kid When I was a teenager About 1983 Elton was a big deal He got married in my home City of Sydney um, Too Low for Zero Was this big album I don't love a lot of that album But right. for some reason I'm always really drawn To the title track And I just right. think It's got a really I, I listened to it again today In anticipation And the, the piano solo In the middle of it Is so pretty Some of the lyrics Are a bit dodged Um but what I say as well is I wanted to kind of slash that one at number 10 with Pinball Wizard, which I know is a bit of a cheat because he's got a version of it, but he didn't write it. But his version of it, which he did at Glastonbury, was a banger. So you decide which one of those. But I think there's something really unusual about the syncopation in Too Low for Zero. It was a really weird um, subject for a song. It's just, it's pure 80s. I I, I love it. It's catchy.
2: Yeah, that was, I think that was the album that he sort of had his sort of second rebirth, didn't he? He seemed to like really hit massive again with I'm Still Standing. Yeah, and And and, 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 I'm
4: Still Standing became the song that I felt like too much chocolate pudding. Do you know what I mean? Like, just mm. please stop. But this song was a little bit of an unsung hero for me yeah is this
1: was this before or after when him and bernie sort of split for a bit and elton did his own
2: songs i
4: actually can't remember but when you listen to the lyrics of this it is a bit clunky yeah
2: i think this was um this was after i think this was this wasn't let me just double check i'm pretty sure this wasn't a a bernie Torpin. oh no no it was bernie Torpin elton john no they, they both wrote these
4: okay well wasn't your best day burn but the the the, the musicality i think is really like it's sort of like again it's like proper peak 80s with the synths and the Mm. the drum beat and everything but the piano solo in the middle is divine yeah
2: Yeah. i do like that album i must admit there's Hmm. there's a a couple of good um album tracks on there uh but you can have pinball wizard as well that's fine
4: well thank you because i mean my god that's that's just that's a cheery one isn't it and His it reminds me of those big very
1: good. foods uh, yeah. from the yes. movie and what a great performance from him in the movie wasn't it
4: oh
2: <sighs> tommy yeah. yeah incredible very good, very good. um going nil your number 10 then
1: please so i've given this one in um i don't think it would ordinarily make my top 10 out on john songs but i had to put it in for the sake of my grandmother who uh, passed away quite a few uh, a few years ago but I've, it's don't go breaking my heart and the reason i've I've done it my grandmother died when she was 98 we've all thought she'd go on to 100 but she just said I've had enough and went <laughs> but when she was about 92 we had a big family do at my house with all the kids cousins everybody There was loads of us and we did karaoke and my grandmother decided to do karaoke at 92 and she wanted to do it with me and we did this one together.
4: Oh my god that's just so lovely
1: and That's so gonna make me to, cry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it wasn't the greatest version that anyone's ever seen, <laughs> and me and my grandmother, right up till the day she died, laughed and laughed about it because we've we I mean, I don't know whether I've still got video footage of it, but we had video footage of it, which it was just hilarious. So how many years ago was that, Neil? I would say so. Oh, she died in 2018. Oh, probably about. 2012, maybe
4: around the Olympics, there and thereabouts. Wow. Did anyone video it?
1: Yeah, we had some snippets, but I've seemed to have lost them, which is a real Mm. shame because I'd love to see them again. Well, Um, that song
4: is. Way higher up my list. It's one of my all time favorites. And look, I'm even wearing Dungarees. Oh, it? yeah. Where do you think I first fell in love with Dungarees? It was our Miss Kiki D. Oh, yes. so, yeah.
1: I mean, I do love the song. I mean, yeah, it, and the reason I treat. put it in my top 10 like that is I don't, I think, oh, you know, personally, I'd probably prefer some oversight, but it's the memories I've got to that song that has made it just yep. needs to be out there. It's, yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, no.
4: If that song's on the radio, I am, it is up and I am. Belting it. I love it so much.
2: Mm. So you say it's higher up in your top ten. It's not at the very top, is it?
4: It's not at the very oh, top. So what it's number a, have you got it well, at Well, I just I, I'm gonna put that one at uh five. Okay.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okie dokie. Uh right, so my number ten was one of his later songs. And this was the one where the, the, the video had um I can never remember, I always forget his name. Boy Justin band. Tim.
1: Justin Timberlake Justin
2: Timberlake Are you, oh, so you know the song what's this one this is called yeah. This Train Don't Stop There Anymore it's a good song and this was from the Made in England album no sorry this was from the songs from the West Coast album 2002
4: I don't remember this one at all
2: do you not remember this
4: one <laughs> No.
1: They, he was always tipped to be the star of the movie the movie wasn't he? well
4: I, I can't remember what year it was but I saw him at the O2 and he had a whole video where Justin was playing him on a screen behind him while he sang and he was he was uncannily like him
2: Mm. that was that was probably a video to this song
4: right 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 yeah Yeah. because the other
2: song from this album was a song called I Want Love which had Robert Downey Jr. in the video yeah which is a great video which is another that, that was close to getting in my top 10 but it didn't didn't quite make it but it's a beautiful song and it was all again. It felt like it was another rebirth of Elton John. He sort of yeah. like went back to writing just really good songs with, with Bernie Taupin. Yeah. And this is just, this is an absolute beautiful song. Oh. Um, but yeah. So, and for our Patreoners, the, um, the videos will be up on the YouTube uh playlist for you. So, apart
1: from me and my grandmother,
2: <laughs> About, well, unless you can find the footage,
1: well, I mean, find that's, that,
4: that is hugely disappointing. You have to find. Yeah. It, if I can Leon. find it,
1: I will. I will. Yeah. Well, I'll have to ask my cousins because I definitely haven't got it. So, I'll have to ask if any of those have still got it.
2: Okay, make sure you do. I will. I promise. <laughs> okay, so, Joe, you're number nine, then, please.
4: My nine i'm going to go um sorry seems to be the hardest word now the thing is like there's going to be so much like what how is there any number nine but uh, the rest of my list is all the absolute belting classics and i love this song but if you told me to go to an old fashioned jukebox or pick something uh, this wouldn't be my first one but anytime i hear it it gets me yeah but yeah
2: this to me is yeah. is is, is quintessential Elton John yeah you know what I mean beautiful piano work amazing lyrics fantastic melody it's everything that you love about him just Mm -hmm. in in one three and a half minutes
4: but I also think even more quintessentially Elton John and on the same vibe is your song and I think your song is better
2: I agree I agree Mm -hmm. I don't know about you but when I did my first list I must have had 50 songs
4: Well, that's the thing.
2: Without even having to sort of look back and and check Google if if I've forgotten any. They just rattled off.
4: Mm. But I I know my top three, like every single time it's like, bang, 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 I can do that. But then the rest is like, oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah.
2: yeah. And even when I was getting honourable mentions coming through uh, on the messages and on the socials, there were songs that were like, album tracks i thought i've got to have a listen to this because obviously mm. I, i've not listened to a, a, a few of his early albums all the way yeah. through or i i have but not only once or twice and it's, it's just the the hit rate of amazing uh. songs on an album whether they're album tracks or or singles is just amazing for just what mm. well, two guys i'm gonna say two guys because it was they they are a team so
1: yeah
2: okay i mean that's a great one neil not in your top 10
1: no, I mean it was one of the ones I wrote down, but not at the moment. No, yeah,
2: it's not in my. It could be then. tomorrow.
1: Yeah, 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 indeed. Uh Give us your number nine then. So um I've always thought Saturday nights all right for fighting. So I'll go without and on that. No, <laughs> absolutely not.
4: Oh god, I was just going to say, I fucking hate that song.
1: Do you? No, no, no. I do. I love the song. But is that I your number this? nine? Yeah, it, it is. No, that's fine. But this again is is I've used to pick. I've used memories
2: and
4: well, well now i feel terrible don't don't <laughs> yeah, cause, because
2: because neil was there dancing with his grandmother no. No, Saturday <laughs> <not>. my <laughs> dad
1: my great granddad who was teaching me how to fight and then his, gra-
4: his grandma punched someone that was the best night of their lives oh, well, <laughs> yes. you know she was a fiery little thing
1: she probably would have um it's again it's reminiscent of me with my brother discovering my mum and dad's um albums and you know and all of this and Discovering the songs for the first time. And I honestly remember this one. And you know, when you're kids and you're dancing around the front room listening to the scratchy vinyl that you've got, this is that's what it means to me. And that's how I've had to pick. And yeah. I know it's not everyone's favourite. And Joe, honestly, I'm controversial with the films and stuff that I hate. Everybody's it's like wow do you really
4: oh wow okay so which film do you hate which everyone Titanic is a I
1: think it's the world's worst film oh, it's, I, it, I, I,
4: yeah I, I mean I wouldn't go that far but yeah it's 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 completely overblown
1: yeah I just couldn't yeah. wait for them all to sink
4: <laughs> but also I just think I've always found personally as a woman Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio has always looked like a five-year-old child to me so I've never I've never bought him mm. as a as a leading man but no, I, like, I, I digress what you mean even oh, yeah. now
2: or you mean just oh, in Titanic? God.
4: Well, now he looks like I mean I love him to death, but he, he looks like I saw him at Pat Pictures at a wedding and I thought for a second but it was James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, you know James Corden's a perfectly handsome man, but he's not a a, a leading man film star, you know. So, no. Yeah.
1: I think Ricky Gervais yeah. got him brilliantly, didn't he, in the um, Golden Globes, where he said, you know, about once upon a time in Hollywood's running time meant that his girlfriend was too old by the end of it. And
4: it does, <laughs> he does chuck them in on the, oh, the morning it? of their 25th. Birthday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. My daughter, who's 18,'s got a real thing about it. <laughs> oh,
2: right. Well, she's got seven years. Oh, no, she's,
4: she's not up for that, trust <laughs> me. All oh, right. Oh, no, okay. good That's for her. her. <laughs> oh,
2: dear. Okay.
4: Sorry, back to Elton. Yeah. No, you're all right. Thanks. But do you,
1: do
2: you like that one then perhaps saturday night yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a great stomp of a of a song it's like when you're going to see him live it's do, you think a great it's, one.
4: It, do you think it's a song that boys like
2: quite possibly it's got
4: like a masculine vibe that's just not the same yeah, it always
2: it always reminds me of what it must have been like to go out in the 60s on a saturday night mm. do you know what i mean it had been all brill cream and and denim and Creepers and and yeah, creep- yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah you yeah. know Watney's red barrel and <laughs> stuff like that you know yeah, you whatney's know, red Watney's red barrel, Watney's red barrel yeah. all that kind of stuff some senior
1: of- <laughs> service tucked on their ear
2: <laughs> yeah exactly something for the weekend <laughs> sir yeah that kind of just that kind of thing so it always reminds me that that's what it would be you know that's what it'd be like but um i mean you're right it's probably it's all about fighting isn't it and women mm-hmm. don't fight
4: do they Well, we know we're we're a little bit more tactical about it.
2: (laughs) Kicking the nuts—that's the only does it, isn't it? Yeah,
4: I know it's all mind games. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, Okay, so my number nine um, is from the album that Joe mentioned on her number ten, and um, it's—I guess that's why they call it the
4: blues. Oh, it is a lovely song. That's my number
2: five, Pat. That's your number five.
1: Yeah, Mm.
2: I think that quite
1: right. It's a beautiful, beautiful song.
2: Yeah, this this one was written um, for by Bernie and Elton John, and also their guitarist Davy Johnson as well. Now, am I right in saying that it was Stevie Wonder playing the I think that is right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just a great tune. And mm. um, the video again. I think the video was all about. I think it was servicemen all dancing together and getting their hair chopped off and stuff. I think.
4: Oh my god, that was so eighties, wasn't it? Because that was like the real um officer and a gentleman era uh, as well so it was yes. just like top gun it was just a whole thing at the it time works. wasn't it men in uniform Absolutely god why useless. didn't i pick this song
2: yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, i do like this song but it's not my top 10 yeah no, that's fair enough
2: that's yeah. fair yeah. enough i mean that's the, again that's the thing he's got so many great songs yeah. that there's that you can't get them all in the top 10s so and cool. as
1: we've always said with these top 10s they can change
2: daily so it all yes. depends on the well, mood when you write yeah. them. So, yeah, absolutely mm. right. Uh, go on joke? Your number eight, please.
4: Okay. Now, this is obviously a lot of people's super favorite one, but in a in a crowded field, I'm going to go, don't let the sun go down on me. Okay. Oh, that's my oh. number seven. Oh, it's just, it's phenomenal, isn't it? And mm. again, it, it always reminds me of his relationship with George Michael. And mm. he's sort of like, he's real, sort of like protective, protegeing. Um, relationship he had with him and I and it, so I love that version of it as well and it's always it's one of those ones where god even if you're in a Sainsbury's on a rainy Thursday afternoon if that comes on you find yourself getting a bit teary in, mm-hmm. in the chicken nuggets aisle.
2: It's like, <laughs> teary I, like, <laughs>
4: <it's funny. laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to know which supermarket you go in where there's a whole chicken nugget aisle that's oh, what I want to know
4: well they're the, the, the
2: oh right okay. yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. well they don't really tend to play the music but you know what I mean though it's like I don't know maybe it's the 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 oxygen's a bit thinner near the freezers I don't know but Possibly. it's like it's mm. you just sort of like any time you hear this song it absolutely gets you in the solar plexus it just gets you
1: yeah and yeah. um it was it was it Freddie's memorial concert that him that Elton and... I
4: think that was it yeah it was wasn't yeah. it
1: yeah and you see now. Here is another controversy. I am not a massive George Michael fan as a singer. I find a lot of his songs dull as ditch water. Uh-huh. Apologies to everyone that loves him, but personal choice. But I absolutely love him on that song, George yeah. Michael.
2: Well, I just I will pull you up on something there. They originally did it at Live Aid did together. They? Right. What and that when, early when they yeah when they released it as a single, that was um, at a George Michael concert. Because I oh, was, was there, I was. Because, there oh that oh night.
4: wow! Because my my memories of them together on this is when I first got to London in in ninety two. I think mm. it was like a new release around them. Is that does that? Because uh, they did around
2: re-release about, it, didn't they? About, yeah. right? Because nobody yeah. nobody knew that Elton John was there. George Michael started singing, and then I think if I can remember correctly, because it was Wembley Arena and we were quite at the back, and Wembley Arena is quite big, so. You couldn't really see anything. Yeah. That wasn't screens those days back in those. God, imagine
4: being there! Oh my but god! Or you
2: heard somebody. Obviously, the, the the front of the crowd knew that something was happening because somebody else got up on the stage, and when he said "Ladies and gentlemen," the front part of the auditorium just went mad,
4: oh. and then
2: oh. If you heard that. And then he went Elton John. And it just right. went. I, we could didn't even hear him sing. We couldn't hear yeah. him sing because everyone just went absolutely crazy. Wow, wow. But yeah, that was that was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Hey. But um, but yeah, it didn't a, make my top ten, unfortunately. It's
4: a beautiful song, it's it just is. got such power, and it's all about. I mean, please, anyone who can't sing, never attempt it because it's all about the vocals. and It's just incredible. We, we and
1: should have, his, have had a go. We, have had should, a go we, could have, we could have done well on that. You imagine Come on, that Come have gone, you Ladies and gentlemen,
2: her. my nan. Yeah. <laughs> and then she sang the Alton Channel. <laughs> At Wembley
1: Stadium. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd have been amazing. That'd
4: have been fantastic. I mean, she so was about
1: it. four foot nothing.
4: So, so is she. He yeah. yeah, so yeah. She, she'd, have had,
1: she'd have had to come out on in his Dr. Martins from Tom yeah. to Also,
4: seen. he did, bless him, he did walk like a nanner at Glastonbury. Did you Didn't see that? He
2: oh, did. He did. He did. Feel
1: so yeah. mean.
4: No, that's terrible. That's why sick,
2: sitting, sitting at a piano for 50 years, isn't it? That's yeah. it and not he is. not long
4: <laughs> had both of
1: his hips done, though? Isn't that the real reason? Do you know what
4: i uh, A friend of mine um, was his personal trainer for a while, a few years, like pre-COVID. And I remember saying to him a couple of times, what if you kill him?
2: Please
4: don't kill him. He was worried about that as well. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. Oh,
2: my God. Um, Go on, Neil, your number eight.
1: Don't judge me on this one. I said I didn't like a lot of the 80s stuff, but there are a few alike.
2: And I love passengers. Nothing wrong with passengers. It didn't make my top ten, but that's
4: a great. But song. I, I can't really... even remember it. Oh, you, you, pr-
1: you will if you heard the chorus go.
4: Okay. Um,
1: it was. I just think it's a, such a feel-good song, and well, you know when you get I, this is a real earworm song for me, and I think that's why it should deserve some of the credit for me. There we are. We'll have a little listen. <laughs> it's taking a while to get going, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just really find this such a pleasant song to listen to. Jesus Christ, I don't remember this at all. Well, can you oh, not? Wow, well, I think it was a. I mean, it was quite a big hit. It was a it? big hit. Yeah, I can mm. remember
2: the video because well, yeah. there's this was in '83. Yeah, yeah, '84 actually. '84, the Breaking Hearts albums, oh, the album. we well, see. Too hot. '84. I mean, uh,
4: 80, if it didn't say duran duran or spandau ballet it could get in the sea. so i don't remember this at all
2: because <laughs> there's, a, no, there's no. A, a little bit in the video um something about chain of fools was the video was the um oh i can't remember what the, the
4: oh now the, i remember it
2: and then but there's, yeah, there's it, it, two people doing that and they're both and one's got both right, dressed yeah. the same yeah. but one's elton john and one's Bernie torpin that's right
4: yeah, this, yeah this does not loom large in my mind at all, this song. No, that's... But it's yeah. also
1: the time where I was sort of entering into... I was sort of into my beginning of my teenage years as well. So that's probably why... I, I bought it as a seven-inch single, showing my age. So I yeah, loved well. I loved
2: it. I had the album. I had the Breaking Don't Heart Don't show album. off. <laughs> Sorry. But I did. Well, because that was when I, they were... The, the early 80s was when like you'd go and buy all the albums and mm. so I, I, you sort of had money of your own kind of thing.
1: That's right. I'd always buy the single first and then save up to get the album.
4: Yeah, well, I used to put albums on what they call an Australia lay So you'd go and pay off a little bit every week and when you oh, right. paid it off, you're allowed to have it. They oh, used to laugh God. at me at the shop, but I was a poor teen. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I feel your pain, Joe. I am still like it now. <laughs> but then people people don't realize. I mean, kids don't realize it these days, do they? Where they exactly. can literally listen to any song they want at any moment.
4: Mm. Yeah, and but you, don't you think that part of it was getting that vinyl and the design, and yeah, the sleeve, and the you know? I mean, meal. yeah, you know, that was half of the excitement.
1: It's flicking through your record shops, going to like the first time I ever went to London and going to the huge Tower Records and nearly spending half the day in there just flicking.
4: Although I was quite proud. We were in L.A. about three weeks ago and my daughter and I, well, the three of us, my husband, daughter and I went to Amoeba Records. She was she was in heaven. Yeah. Oh, good. Thousands of vinyl, like everything from like super old to all the crap she currently likes. You know, it was all there. Mm. So,
2: yeah. i would oh, love so getting good. getting a vinyl album yeah. home and then taking the record out and then having the extra plus that the lyrics were, were there because not all oh of them my had the lyrics god. but you yeah. go oh my god i can actually sort of like sing along to this or, and or then at least you'd, know.
1: you'd stare at the album cover the whole time oh, you yes. were listening to the record i mean indeed but you did, the magic of it.
2: Indeed. And yeah. anybody that has listened to it, go back and listen to our top 10 album covers. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, that I'm with, definitely uh, going to. With David Diaz, because it was such... Uh, just thinking about gatefold sleeves and yeah. all of that kind of... Oh, those were the days.
1: I mean, I know vinyl's good again. And, I mean, I buy it again now, because I've still got my old record player and everything. But it hasn't got the same magic as it once did. No. It really hasn't. but. No. We can Indeed. only hope okay. it will come back
2: like that. Yeah, mm. uh, my number eight might be higher on everyone else's top ten, but I'm going to go with Tiny Dancer. I mean, it beautiful. became uh, absolutely beautiful. It, yeah, it became a phenomenon of his own after what was the name of the movie? Neil Rocket Man? No, not Rocket Man. There was it was a movie before with Jason Lee, and it was about the the band. Almost Famous. Oh,
1: almost Famous. Oh, yeah, almost yeah, of famous. course. Yeah, That's yeah. what sort of brought oh, it back into yeah,
2: of course. Yeah, so it's sort of like big from that, but... Uh,
1: and that also, a, I was going to say just quickly, people keep saying they should rename it Tony Danza. No. <laughs> no, I don't
4: think they
1: should. <laughs> I Whoever just think it, that,
4: it, it's no. just, you know, it really, when I listen to it, it just, it's that complete fantasy, isn't it, of being you know some rock star's girlfriend do you know what I mean? yeah. it's like it just sounds so sexy and so glamorous and so romantic it's it's absolutely it's every girl's fantasy this song it's brilliant
2: yeah from 1971 and yeah. I'll, I'll put this in the video playlist but there is an, a great they were do i think the bbc were doing a documentary on elton john and he's at the piano like i must have been 70 71 and they were asking him about his process of writing songs with, with Bernie Taupin. And they said, well, Bernie will post me some lyrics. He said, oh, l- like these ones. And he'll grab a stack of paper off the top of his piano. He said, like this one, this is called Tiny Dancer. And he just starts playing the very basic chords and he's singing along to it. And you think, well, that's the genesis. That's like the the, the Beatles Get Back documentary. Of oh, him start yeah. Just starting to put that song mm-hmm. together. I love that kind of stuff. I love and, seeing the workings I, of how these amazing songs get written.
4: And, you know, the the contents of someone's brain becoming something that means so much to millions and millions yes. of people. I just yep. never get my head around it. I no, never did. It, yeah
2: it's crazy absolutely um okay so your number seven then please joe well
4: my number seven dear is tiny dancer so oh there you go i just i mean we're really into my all-time favorites now and it's just so beautiful it's yeah
2: it absolutely is Mm -hmm. okay so neil your number seven was don't let the sun go down on me it was uh my number seven um i'm i'm sure this was a hit i'm not sure whether it was or not i don't know but it's a song called leave on for a madman across the water from that album again from I mean, the same you, album you guys
4: I, are so sort of like you know coolly obscure and well, here am so, i I, Joe, running Joe, through the I, I
2: don't know this say there's <laughs> no, I, I I this song and there's another song a little bit higher in yeah. my top 10 that the reason that i love these songs there was an album that came out i think it was late 80s early 90s called two rooms which was a celebration of Elton John, Bernie Taupin songs, but they were like sung by other people. Now, John Bon Jovi did a version of this song and I loved it. It was wow. just one of these. It's another one of these songs that it's got a bit like Tiny Dancer. So there's a slow bit, a faster bit. The story, the lyrics again are just like, as far as I'm concerned, Bernie Taupin one of the greatest lyricists of all time. The, yep. the, the images he conjures up a lot of it is like religious imagery there's a lot about Jesus and uh, you know it can be like gospel-y so this is the reason that I, this song is in it's not necessarily because of the Elton John version it's because of the John Bon Jovi version mm. on that album and so much so you cannot stream that album on any of the services so I had to go onto eBay and find a copy of it on CD everyone oh wow so I'll have to yeah but um I would recommend have a little listen to that. It's a, it's a fantastic do. song. It's an epic, epic song. Mm. So that's my number seven. So, you your number six, please.
4: I'm going to go for number six. I'm going to go um, Daniel.
2: Daniel. Mm.
4: I just, this is where, I, I suppose my favourite Elton moods are when you just, before you've even listened to the lyrics, you know that there's a melancholia there. I just, he's just so good at that, at that and i don't really know how to describe it i i used to listen to this song as a child and knew it had a an emotional resonance even before i knew what it was about mm. and mm. that is the power of music mm. it's beautiful
2: it
1: is a beautiful song
2: mm. yeah mm. and it's a, it's a it's a it's weird i go off and do a bit of singing sometimes joe go off to pubs and clubs can you
4: sing daniel
2: I do sing Daniel. Daniel's normally the one if I have to like make, if I play somewhere new and I have to set my music up, that's the one I normally sing just to do like a sound check kind of thing.
4: It's so interesting because when I first got to London and I lived and worked in a pub and it was so depressing, I hated that job so much. And every Friday night they'd have a karaoke and this one regular used to come in and he always used to sing that. And I used to, I got to the point of saying, will you sing that? It's the only thing that's going to cheer me up. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> My God, it must have been a bad job if Daniel yeah. is the one that cheers you up because it's, yeah. quite, <laughs> it's quite a,
4: just a takes a you to a song. few rums above suicidal, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh God.
2: It's a beautiful song though. It, it is. is it really is. Song. Yeah. Um, okay then, Neil, you're number six. So I spoke
1: about sitting and listening to one album, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, I had to put that song itself, the title track, in at number six for me because of the resonance of listening to it. I mean, you know, we spoke earlier about growing into albums and and finding music i don't know whether you did from your parents joe were you oh 100 yeah,
4: yeah yeah it I was mean, elton, elton and barbara streisand all the way
1: yeah absolutely well i had yeah. david bowie because my favorite david bowie album is hunky dory everybody keeps saying to oh me, no
4: my, like, no no my my parents thought that david bowie was uh, I, I i had to wait many years to discover Yeah,
1: and yeah, <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of people to question my choice but yeah. i have to explain to them it's because of, that's the first album i ever listened to it's the first one that that's, that's
4: my in. favorite david bowie album Oh, wow. Yeah, mm. a lot of people. Yeah. Mm.
1: Anyway, we digress. So th- that's why <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Um, I had to put it on there. It's a beautiful song in itself. You know, the lyrics, I think, are absolutely fantastic on that
4: song
1: mm. Um and very poignant and beautiful. Um, yeah. It's magical almost, isn't it? Oh, it it's incredible. Yeah. 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 I just, I, yeah. And it's one of the only Elton John songs i've only got about four that's what i call on my all-time playlist Another playlist. do you,
4: remember, do you yeah. remember the video that even before music videos were really a thing i remember i have patchy memories of when i was a kid of there being these really bieber-esque um illustrations that they play while they sang while they put this song on sort of like music shows and it was mm. it was incredible it's worth looking up it was oh, so beautiful yeah. it's de- definitely in the same sort of vibe as that album cover
1: yeah right I have to look yeah i'm gonna have to really playlist. yeah yeah I, would, mm. yeah but yeah it's just a lovely song and like i say i really
2: like the lyrics to that song it's mm. yeah great, very, tune. Very, it great tune um my number six is another classic well we're getting to the point now where every song that we're going to choose now is going to be yeah. a classic 100%. so um i'm going for rocket man Uh, it was obviously the total track of the the movie and I'm going to give it my number three that's your number three it's my number three and that's your number three Mm. I mean yeah, yeah I mean I think
4: any other day
2: it could easily have been in my top three without a you know without a without a day it's Mm. I mean you know
4: while we've been talking I've been wondering if I want to swap some of mine that is <laughs> the not
2: it goes. goes
1: yeah but, yeah. Um, yeah, but th- even done... like even his Glastonbury performance of this song just sent chills yes. down his spine doesn't it yeah. yes. oh yes. Yes. what a song
2: yeah it's a it's, it's just a perfect tune it mm. just is I don't know what you guys I mean like look you've got it higher in your top well ten, and I I,
4: I love that you know this. um I think I've seen it described. It was like David Bowie was the same with Space Oddity, wasn't it? That sort of like mm. that future retro vibe yes. that they that they had. There was like they were, it, it's it's old fashioned to think now, but they had such a an excited vision of space age and science mm. fiction, and it was it was obviously a real mood at the time. Maybe it was these songs came out around the time of the moon landing, didn't they? That's so it true. was like it was really capturing everyone's imagination, but and it captured mine as a kid. And I don't know. There's something still about those songs that just hasn't dated even though
2: no, no.
1: obviously they're the space
4: race has yeah
2: but it is that that line where it's like it's just my job five days a week so to yeah. everyone on earth he's like a superhero mm. but yeah. he's just doing his job that's what and he just wants to go home and he hates the fact that you're so far away from his family again it's yeah. a heartbreaking heartbreaking tune but you oh, can't be here
4: and you know an unusual use of like rocky guitar for elton as well
1: yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Were you a fan of the movie, Joe?
4: Rocketman, Rocket Man, I really was. Yeah. Mm, I absolutely yeah. loved it. And I think that you know, we shouldn't put these things in competition, but I preferred it to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody oh, 100%. because I think it because I think yeah. it was truer to the person yes. than yeah. you know, generally. like you know they jumped around too much. They sort of like fabricated um, connections in, in the Bohemian Rhapsody film, that which they didn't really seem to do in, in the Elton one. They I went say, too
1: so. safe with Bohemian Rhapsody for me. Yeah. They needed yeah. to like let go, didn't they? And yeah, yeah. I found it more like a TV movie than a feature yeah. film. Yeah,
4: but there's something about um, you know, again, the, the Elton style and vibe of the 70s was so cool. Oh, just so amazing. Like, you know, the big glasses, the
1: the natty suits that he—he he was amazing. And Taron Egerton, I mean, yeah. his voice and performance, just yeah. yeah,
4: uncanny. Absolutely.
0: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans.
4: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video,
3: or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn
2: more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Indeed. Okay, we're halfway through, so it's time for this.
3: Pop quiz, hotshot.
2: Yes, it's quiz time. So we've got uh, some Elton John's uh, questions, and it's first one to three, Joe. Okay. okay. If you get one wrong, it goes over to your opponent. Uh, and as you are the guest, you can go first or second.
4: I'll go first.
2: You're gonna go why,
4: first. Why not? I'm here. You know. Okay. Yeah. dokie.
2: Here yeah. we go with number one. How many UK number ones has Elton John had? Oh fucking hell!
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. Now this is, no,
2: this, is ju- this is on as his own or as a duet. Or oh my a, you know.
4: god! I mean that could be.
2: Let's go with around 30. Uh, hang on. It's been a while.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, I
1: don't it's, know. Neil? I have no idea I either, <laughs> Joe. But am I right in thinking he was quite late to getting his
2: first number one? He was quite late Didn't... getting his first solo number one, which was right. everybody's favourite sacrifice. Yeah. Well, we'll forget about Bloody that. Bloody yeah. hell. That's that a was, travesty. Uh, I don't know. Is, yeah. Three? I'll go really low. It was actually eight. Oh.
3: Are so he you has, joking? Don't,
2: don't Go Breaking My Heart in 1976. Sacrifice Healing Hands in 1990. Something About the Way You Look Tonight and Candle in the Wind, 97. Sorry seems to be the har- hardest word with blue in 2002. Jesus. Are You Ready for Love, 2003. Ghetto Gospel in 2005. And then uh, Merry Christmas in 2021 with Ed Sheeran. And then cold, cold I don't heart. Even know that song, cold, cold well, heart, with Juulipa uh, in which is one of the worst
1: bastardizations. Isn't it
4: Awful, oh. isn't it? Awful. But um, Elton, you've been so completely outrageously robbed of yeah. Grammys and number one. Mm. So
2: it took him to 1990 to get his first solo number one with Sacrifice I mean, and
1: Healing. A couple Turns. of, I mean, okay, a couple of decent songs in there.
4: But God, what a lot of shit
1: went to number one. You think, what else is he had?
4: And also when you think, it's not on my top ten because it got so overdone when Princess Diana passed away. But that should have been a number one the first time around. Yes.
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay, Neil, your first question. Uh, Name one of the two 1980s stars that sang backing vocals on Elton's 80s hit Nikita.
1: Oh George Michael.
2: It was George Michael. I feel that was a guess. That was a guess. Really? It was. George else? Michael and Nick Kershaw did I the really? backing Nick vocals Kershaw? for Nikita. Yeah. That oh, was a album. complete guess. I <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would never have known um, that. Yeah. Joe, for you, what famous ballet themed musical did Elton John write the music for?
4: <clears throat>
2: you will guess. know this. How many, many ballet themed musicals do you know? With no. a young boy, with <laughs> a little boy. <laughs> oh
4: Jesus! Of course, Billy Elliot. Yes, yes I forgot. Correct. I forgot that the ballet was at the, the the backbone of Billy Elliot. There you go. Yes, yeah.
2: Yeah. Neil, yeah. which Beatles cover scored Elton a number one on the US Billboard Hot 100? Ooh.
1: Um, yesterday. It's not Joe.
4: Was it back in the USSR?
2: No, it was Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Wow.
4: Uh, didn't know. Yeah. Well done. Um, um,
2: yeah. Right, Joe, for your chance to go two one, and you should get this one. Which actor played Elton in the 2019 <laughs> film Rocket Man?
4: Was it Taryn Egerton? It was indeed. I
2: don't know. That was great knowledge there. Great knowledge. Yeah. Um, Neil, uh, yes. when did Elton establish the Elton John AIDS Foundation? What year?
1: I'm going to go 92 when Freddie does. is
2: correct. It was 1992. So for the win, Joe, who did Elton John perform a duet with at the Freddie Mercury tribute concert at Wembley in the 1990s?
4: (laughs) Was it George Michael?
2: No. Was it it not? Oh, fucking hell. No, it was not. Neil, for the win. (laughs) Who did he perform a duet with? Um, Oh, I think I know. Uh, Annie Lennox. No, who do you think it was,
1: Joe?
4: I was gonna say Tina Turner.
2: No, it wasn't, it was axel Rose. They sang oh, Bohemian well, Rhapsody together. None of us was together. gonna get that. They sang <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody together.
4: <laughs> well, I for one am glad I didn't know about that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was gonna say, I completely
2: so, so Elton John sang like the slow bit, and then when it was the yeah. rocky bit. Axel Rose came on and sang the 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 Rocky bit, and then they sang the end bit together. So, um, so whose go is it now? That was that was Joe. So it's Neil. Your question: Elton John wrote the song "Philadelphia Freedom" as a tribute to what tennis star? Oh, Christ!
1: I can't think of the name. Arthur Ashe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not Joe.
4: I'm going to guess this is a wild. I'm going to say Billie Jean King. Is Whoa. correct for the yeah. win. Well done, well Joe. done, Joe.
2: Yeah. Well yeah. done, well done, well done, well done, well done. That's very good. See, I mean, that yeah. was that was nip and tuck, and luckily, I only had two questions left, so you managed to get it one <laughs> before my questions ran out. So that's good. Okay, back to the uh, countdown. Um, so don't go breaking my heart, Joe was your number five. Yep, Neil, your number five was, I guess, that's why they call it the blues. It was, uh, my number five is border song which is another one of the um th- now i never realized this was called border song until i watched the elton john live in la uh, thing you are Disney so the, the
4: comic book guy in the simpsons in this thing you're just like all the obscure <laughs> ones coming out <laughs>
2: I mean, if that's what you want to call me, Joe, that's fine. <laughs> I mean I've been called a hell of a lot worse than that. But I would take that. Another one of these very gospelly kind of songs.
4: Oh, this sounds
3: nice.
2: Oh yes. And I believe that Aretha Franklin did a did an amazing like cover version of this. Um, but again, thoroughly recommend you to go and listen to it. Not one of his biggest, like, well known hits. But, but listen to the issues. vocals
4: in this; he's incredible. What year is this?
2: This is 1970.
4: Yeah, because he the sounds Elf young. John album, yeah, 70,
2: yeah. yeah. Which I would, again thoroughly recommend if anybody Beautiful. wants to to that one. It's so good. Yeah. Okay, so Joe, we need your number four then, please.
4: Uh, my number four is going to be um, uh, your song.
2: That's my number four, and that's yeah. my number two.
4: Yeah it's uh i mean i don't know what superlatives can we come up with that have never been said before it's Mm. just one i i love the it maybe it was probably quite groundbreaking at the time that sort of like self-awareness of the lyrics you know what i mean like that sort of like it's a song about i'm writing this song (laughs) it's Mm. it's, it's gorgeous
1: but i always say it's the sort of song you wish (laughs) you'd been able to write for your loved one yeah do you know yeah. what i mean that's the one that i always think what a perfect song to pass across to somebody you love
4: do do we know is this like some common knowledge that i've missed out of, do we know who he did write it for
2: well i know that i think the documentary that went with that two rooms uh, album bernie Torpin says that he finds it or he did find it hard to listen to this album because it sounds like a man that's never been laid before <laughs> That's what he said. So it's, he said it just sounds very sort of. Well, like, you
4: know, so, some women find that appealing. Well, I suppose. <laughs> <I suppose.
2: laughs> but this one's very close to being a song that because you've heard it so many times, you take it for mm-hmm. granted.
4: Oh, but it's ne- never. It's, it's Honestly, one of the
2: most beautiful songs ever written. Uh,
4: and we're really in um, territory now for me with Elton where these are songs that I will never take for granted. I never get sick of hearing them. And, uh, you know, you can play them at my funeral. How's that? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's funny, I'm, yeah. sing, I'm singing. Make at, a note, uh, please, make a note. I will. I'm singing <laughs> yeah, at someone's
2: yeah. wedding uh, in September and this is their first song.
4: Oh, be, they oh, want me to sing
2: this for their first song, so. Oh,
4: my God, there's not going to be a dry eye. No,
2: it depends how like, well I sing it, to be fair. or how fast you do it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Speed. Yeah, it right
2: I'll, do the, up. I'll do the remix. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do the get remix. Get Dua Lipa
4: in there. Yeah, oh, God. and completely ruin <laughs> the song. Oh, yeah. that terrible!
2: But I this also Dua Lipa. But that would be terrible.
1: I mean, Moulin Rouge. Let's not forget Yo
2: McGregor's version of That's, this. So I think it's is, is so amazing. Beautiful. Is amazing. Absolutely. It's not, for you, Joan. not for
4: I'm you, Joe. I'm. I'm afraid. I'm a purist. I just. Please mm. no to one touch this song. Well, you're allowed on the weekend, have. Thank you. That's very of me. I imagine rolling up at the wedding yeah, going, I'm yeah. terribly sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Joe Elvin has told me I'm not allowed to sing this. Oh I'm own. terribly yeah. sorry. Yeah. O so Neo instead.
4: Affidavits have been signed. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: yeah, this is a funeral song, and I'm not allowed yeah. to sing it at a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terribly
4: sorry. Don't tell them it's a funeral song. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> God. that'll kill the mood straight away. Go on then, Neil. You're number four then, please.
1: So um, it's Benny and the Jets. Um, Now, again, this resonates with me because of being young and listening to this song. It's it's what I call the school disco song. It comes on and you all (laughs) dance away. But I put it so high because I still really find it like that when I hear it.
4: See, and that
1: yeah. is why it's not in my top ten, isn't it funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, but no, I've, I love a song that makes you tap your foot and remember. You know, you, you I forget a lot about how good these songs were. You know, you you look back on your childhood and you think, oh, that's a bit of a novelty song, or that's a bit of this, or that's a bit of that, and then you go back and reevaluate them when you're older. And I actually think that's a fucking good song. Oh yeah,
4: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And also, I mean? it's a perfect one. I think he starts his. He's been starting his live gigs with this song. Yeah. As well, which is a great tune to get everybody yes. just going,
1: you know. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, great. Another great song and a great upbeat song. Yeah. Wow, you know.
4: Yeah, as I say, I'm more a fan of Melancholy Elton. But this is a I great am. song. Yeah. No, I agree. I mm. agree.
2: Um, okay, so that was uh, what was that then? That was your number
4: four.
2: That was your number four. My number four was your song. Yeah uh joe's number three was rocket man neil your number three was rocket man Man. my number three is another song that i heard first of all from that two rooms album oh here we go so here we go (laughs) Um, and it's called it's called burn down the mission and um phil collins did the version on uh, on the album
4: well then i would never have even listened to it then would you not no
2: not a phil collins fan
1: oh god he was only good when he played the drums
4: yep Sit at the back,
1: Phil. Hang yeah. <laughs> <don't>
2: away. <know> <laughs> but it's another—it's another one with mixture of um, of like religious imagery in the in the lyrics. But it's it's see it's tailor made for Phil Collins because there's a great like drumming part. Mm-hmm. It goes fast and slow. It's another one of those story songs that just a little bit like Tiny Dancer and Leave On. I would, I mean, don't listen. Don't listen to the Phil Collins version.
4: Jay. No, don't worry. I won't listen go. to this one. Yeah, Because
2: yeah. it is it is genuinely just a classic. Classic.
4: Okay, show. I'm reading a lot tonight.
1: And it was it the pair of them that wrote it rather than just like out and on his that own. Is,
2: yeah, it's both of them. It's bits. So Burnie. surely
1: you should have called it Bernie down the room. Oh wow,
2: <laughs> Bernie down the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Old mission. <laughs> yeah. Down the room. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah listen to it have a listen i mean look we're bringing stuff for you to have a listen to jo, mm, absolutely. absolutely yeah difficult? you're
4: enriching my life wow
2: well, all before, the time
4: before my <laughs> funeral well, <laughs> yeah. 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 i mean depending on how,
2: whether what kind of funeral you're having burn down the mission might be perfect mm. to have as well you never know
4: depends when you die really Doesn't. i it?
2: suppose yeah yeah it's or
4: really if you are, die being yeah. burnt
2: down in a mission
4: yeah i know yeah well, then, well, no, out, that'll be perfect. Wow!
2: Well, <laughs> not for the family, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, have a listen to that one if you've never heard yeah. that one before. So that was my number three. Mm. So Joe,
4: we need your number two then, please. My number, my number two is "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road." Um, okay. I just think it's one of—I actually think it's one of the best songs ever written in the history of ever. Um, I ju- just think it's wonderful, and it never fails to just really honestly
1: nearly bring me to tears it's
4: beautiful
1: I agree it is mm. yeah it's not a lot you could say more about it because it is no. just a perfect song isn't it
4: yep
2: it really is, it is. I'm moving which, that which, up. Which that's going then on makes it machine. interesting on what your number ones are going to be if yeah,
4: I'm interested is... in what yours are
2: yeah
1: it's from that's the obscure album the B-Sides yes yeah it's yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yours as well that's the same
2: yeah
4: <laughs> No, okay. mine's, that, mine's that Dua Lipa um, oh. collab. Yeah. Yeah, be,
2: yeah. If it is, I am turning the Zoom off. <laughs> yeah. We are not going to bother with it, and that'll oh, be it. Dear. There Do will you know, not I've, be an episode 103. When
1: I drive and I listen to the radio, and that used to come on, I very rarely used to turn the radio off or anything, but I would switch channels when that song but came
4: I was off. on. I was on holiday with some friends when that came out, and honestly, the number of times the rest of them would have a conversation about how good it was, I just thought... I, there's something wrong with me there must be no. something wrong with me no. but there no. is because it was like a big hit right it
2: was worked. It worked. So, <laughs> when you watch that <laughs> yeah. that live elton live in his in la whatever they, they got on disney plus mm. he plays that like the second or third song from the end and it kills the night because all he's doing is sitting at the piano singing his little bit he's not mm. playing piano it's a backing track it just doesn't what's the point it's very <laughs> upsetting it's when you've got upsetting. so many songs that he could be doing mm. and he's got that one as like his second or third final ever song.
1: Didn't he do it at Glastonbury and everybody thought she was gonna come out and yes. I was ready? Somebody else wasn't yeah. it, in the end. Yeah, I was Didn't ready to turn it, it yeah. off.
4: Although there was one man who came out, oh thingy from things. Oh Flowers. Brandon Flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. His voice was great. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, okay, Neil, your number two was your song. Uh, My number two, this is one that everybody knows, and it's a beautiful song. It's Someone Saved My Life Tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I believe the Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy 1975 was the album it came from. I believe this is when the time when Bernie Torbin tried to kill himself and. Oh, or was it when Elton John tried yeah. to kill him, one of the two, anyway. Or I think, when he, I think
4: did, did Elton try to kill himself? I think he not, 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 he sort of like indirectly did with all his substance abuse at one point. The,
2: yes, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was Bernie Torpin. I think he tried yeah. to gas himself in an electric oven. I think it was something like that. I think he, he didn't quite <laughs> know what he was doing, but I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, but yeah, but
4: well, thank from God from that became this amazing song Yeah, oh, yeah,
2: um. But it's, a, yeah, another great song. Mm. Okay. We've only got our number ones to reveal. So, Joe, if you'd like to just count down your ten to two, Oh, Neil God, will I can't do the remember. <laughs> I can do it for you if you want. You oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so like, Joe's... At number yeah. ten, it was Dua Leaper and Cold Cold Heart. Sure, sure. number nine, it was Dua Lipa and Cold Cold Heart. Sure, sure. Number, no, nine, number ten was Too Low for Zero, Stroke Pimple Wizard. Nine, mm-hmm. sorry seems to be the hardest word. Eight... Don't Let the Sun Go Down On Me, Seven, Tiny Dancer, Six, Daniel, Five, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Four, Your Song, Three, Rocket Man. and Two, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Neil?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So my number
1: 10 was Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Number nine was Saturday Night's Alright For Fighting. Number eight, Passengers. Number seven, Don't Let the Sun Go Down On Me. Number six, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Number five, I guess that's why they call it The Blues. Number four, Benny and the Jet number three rocket man and number two your song
2: and mine is number 10 this train don't stop there anymore nine i guess that's why they call it the blues eight tiny dancer seven leave on six rocket man five border song four your song three burn down the mission and number two someone saved my life tonight so joe what is your number one elton john song
4: it hands down it will always be one of my favorite songs It's always my favorite Elton song. Um, I'm not sure. No one talks about it. Um, song for guy.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. I was playing that one. Neil was doing oh, it. Uh...
4: It's, and I know he, he might be upset by that because obviously he's, it's not a big vocal presence from Elton no. on that song, but it just like, like you, Neil, it just takes me back to a very specific time in my life where I spent a lot of time with my grandmother Mm. And I really remember um, making her listen to this song in her car when I was about 10 years old and it's just it honestly if if I've had a sherry, I'm in floods every time I listen to this. Oh right and there's just something about the chords that just kills me every single time I listen to it. Mm. And it, it is about it? mortality and you know and it's, yeah. it's it's so it's yeah it's incredible.
2: Well, wow, that's a shock. Yeah. I must admit cuz it's not one that anybody really thinks of when it comes to Elton
4: John, it's is it? Hands down my all-time favorite. Wow. Yeah, it's
1: one of the mm. pieces of music. Whenever they do a feature on Elton John, mm. they always seem to play over the top of him with the, mm. the you you hear it quite a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but beautiful. Again that piano playing. Oh.
4: Yeah. Incredible.
2: Yeah. Wonderful. Okay then. So that's uh, Joe's number 1. Neil what have you got
1: so i've gone tiny dancer because it's always been my favorite of his songs um i just love it i think it's one of the we talk about perfect songs written and this is one of them to me i just i absolutely adore i mean you you guys summed it up perfectly and i just can agree wholeheartedly what you both said i think it's just beautiful
4: it's divine
1: it really is and it doesn't get ruined that often well it's never been ruined even when like Taron Egerton when he sang it was still beautiful to me yeah. I mean you always want to hear the original but again it fits in so well with the movies like Almost Famous and Man as well yeah. When he does it on that and yeah just beautiful beautiful song wish I could sing along to this one with my grandma
4: oh wow. yeah
2: there you go Neil I've there done you know. this one as well this is a great one to sing this is another one that gets everybody going I not the start imagine. of it obviously but once no. people realize what it is it, <laughs> yeah. the trouble is it takes a while to get going that song it does you know and you always you always when you're singing songs for people you always want it to be one that people are, it'll grab them straight away mm. and this is always you, gra-
4: i think it does i think it, it's the piano that grabs you straight away
2: yeah yeah i think you're right
4: sorry to the singer to say that right. but you know but, yeah.
2: <laughs> what you need to do is roll on a yeah. casio keyboard and yeah. send your play in before yeah. <laughs> i don't think that would work you know i, really I do put some massive spectacles yeah. on yeah, yeah, I should try that. I should yeah. Try that. yeah try it um okay my number one um i think you've both mentioned it well it was number two for you joe and number six for you It's goodbye yellow brick road yeah.
4: a very worthy um, number one yeah. i think
2: it is just mm. the, the first chords of that song there's something warm about it mm. you know and I, I his vocals on it i don't have everybody yeah. i don't think i've ever heard anybody sing like that before and i know he doesn't sing it that way now because he obviously he's well, what, yeah. is he 70 odd or nearly 80 or whatever mm. but it's just a beautiful beautiful song and when we decided to do this as a number uh, as a top 10 it was always going to be my number one. There was never yeah. going to be anything. There wasn't going to be an obscure song from mm. a 1917 album, whatever. But yeah, absolutely fantastic. I could
1: just sit and listen. Probably I you play these
2: songs, always, you Always, always. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to love putting the uh, video playlist together for this one just to be able to listen to all the songs. So mm.
4: Joy- Joyously, my family are out at the moment, so I'm going to go and have a big old elton fest yeah wonderful yeah
2: wonderful okay right we've got quite a few honorable mentions to to run through so pauline mitchell says candle in the wind something about the way you look tonight other favorite song is sorry seems to be the hardest word uh if i could pick only one though it's candle in the wind karen clark says tiny dancer for me moonshine kelly says mona lisa and the mad hatters uh i'm not sure of that one I I I sort of listened to it a couple of times and I didn't really recognise it, but well done, that's for you, Moonshine Kelly. Uh, Kit says this is a ridiculously hard and can change at any moment's notice. So many great storytelling and love or lost songs. So here's his Indian Sunset. Ticking, we all fall in love. Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy, uh, book, oh, and Captain and the Kid, bookend songs, taking as one choice tonight. Sorry seems to be the hardest word, guess that's why they call it the blues. I want love and turn the lights off when you leave. So, some deep cuts there. <laughs> a few, he says as well. Uh, Rick Tindall says, My top 10 curtains, someone saved my life tonight. Don't let the sun go down on me. Goodbye, Ellibrick Road, funeral for a friend, stroke, love's li- lies bleeding. My father's gun, ocean's away the one Mona Lisa and the Mad Hatters and gone to Shiloh
4: was that Shiloh
2: no Shiloh I think it is
4: the funeral for a friend was hanging around the like butting up to twelve eleven. so right yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elisa Schaefer says Mona Lisa and the Mad Hatters. Uh, Lois J. Stewart, Funeral for a Friend, Stroke Loves Eyes Bleeding. What was that, a double A side or is it a song that rolls into another song?
4: I think it's a, yeah, I think it's sort of like a, a double A, isn't it?
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. He was a fan uh, of those, wasn't he? he was. Mm-hmm. So. He was. Uh, Heidi Grandy says, This Cali girl loves Tiny Dancer and Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Sharon Edmonds, Daniel and Tiny Dancer. Kim Thomas Simons, All the Young Girls Love Alice. Love that song. Uh, Kristen J. Borgia, I'm still standing, a candle in the wind. See, no one said I'm still standing. That was one of his biggest hits Mm. of the 80s. It was yeah modesto valenzuela what a lovely name that is modesto valenzuela rocket man and tiny dancer shannon powell barrett leave on yay brandon watson they're all great every damn one of them but my two favorites are simple life and daniel anna katherine i could hear here i'm still standing all day and i'd never get sick of it tessa charles your song for its sentiment and i'm still standing for its victory uh, Cindy Henschel says, I've always loved Don't Let the Sun Go Down On Me, particularly the live version with George Michael. Mauricio Helbron Jr., Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy when music, start, uh, when music started it really mattered to me right around the 6th grade this was my turntable. on my turntable constantly I had worn the grooves flat on my Greatest Hits album and then this came along the countryish intro, the folky verses and then the crashing guitars and soaring vocals on the chorus, still never tire of it. Lisa Buchanan Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and Don't Go Breaking My Heart with Kiki D, watched his final LA concert and cried when she came out and performed so hard to pick just a few uh, and Chrissia Justinson, Daniel, your song, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, Tiny Dancer, Rocket Man, I Can't Do This, she says.
3: <laughs> and finally,
2: <laughs> finally, for our final Elton John honorable mention, now I have to thank Kit. And I will this this little story. So uh, Kit has been a, a listener of ours for a while, and he's always given us some honourable mentions. And I'm sure on past episodes, his name is Kit Torpin. And I'm sure I've said, as a joke, that's Bernie's brother, that's Bernie's brother. And I did reach out to him just to ask, because Torpin's quite a... Mm. It's not a, a normal name kind of thing. I said, you wouldn't happen to be related to Bernie at all, would you? He said, yeah, he's my brother, actually. (laughs) You're joking. I said, is there any chance that you might be able to see if Bernie might be able to tell you what his favourite top ten Elton John songs are? So, I have been told by Kit that um, these may change tomorrow, but Bernie Torpin's favourite Elton John songs that he has written as well is Someone Save My Life Tonight, your song, Sacrifice... Sorry, oh. Bernie. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Leave on, Empty Garden, This Train Don't Stop There Anymore, Roy Rogers, I Want Love, Mona Lisa and the Mad Hatters, and My Father's Gun.
3: Wow. So Bernie, wow.
2: if you happen to listen to this, thank you so much for your work. I genuinely, personally, I think you are one of the greatest lyricists ever
1: Yeah. in the history no of
2: music. So thank you so much. And like wow. I say, tomorrow yeah. this may change, but... Thank you so much. Uh, and also a massive thank you to Kit for um, talking to your brother, basically. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> it's a great thing. That is good, though, isn't it? It isn't feels it? very, very weird to... to it's funny how I out.
1: love Sacrifice now.
2: I, absolutely, I think Sacrifice <laughs> is one of the greatest songs ever. I actually, to be fair, I do, I do, I do like that song. I mean, I was just coming along. I was being, Bernie, they were pushing me into a, a, a way. But no, thank you so much. It's very yeah. surreal to read that message out. So thank you very much. And interesting
1: um, to find out what his top 10 is. Eh? Exactly. Absolutely fascinating.
2: Exactly. I mean, you know, he is part of the, mm. the legend. So I yeah. Exactly. Yeah. can't ask for any more than that. That's
4: it. We've done it. We wow. have
2: done it, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a ton of Please it.
4: get in touch if you're a Song for Guy fan. I feel uh, I've like been like, yes, out of my own absolutely.
2: here. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. no, I, yeah. I, I no. love yeah. that tune as well, but it just didn't, it wouldn't have made in the top 10. And Let again, it alone, yeah. like we said, it,
1: next week it might well have been in the top 10. Yeah. But it's, it's bizarre, your favorite, it? it doesn't, mm? it's
2: not wrong at all,
1: and, it, and it won't it's change. I'm,
4: I'm, I'm very unfickle on that, on that, so yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah
2: good. Should. So, yeah. you should good. before
4: we say our proper goodbyes, Neil. Do you
2: want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with us and all that <coughs> gubbins?
1: absolutely so as you all know you can find us on social media at top 10 pods uh do give us click give us a like give us follow whatever it is you do on there email us at top10pods at hotmail.com where send us any questions or even ideas for a top 10 come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods always loads of rewards for you on there and some secret videos as well check out all of our links via the link tree you can find the link in the show notes and do please come and support leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast from wonderful
2: um yes so thank you very much chris who was our new patreon top head so thank you for your support on that and also to the my five cents podcast guys if you go mm. i put all the links in the show notes Go on there, and and I think the episode that I was on will be out as we speak. Uh, Joe? As always, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Well, One of thank our you for having people. me.
4: Well, well, ditto. Thank you. That means so much to me because it's so always fun to talk to you. So, yeah. Thank yeah you you. What, what, what
2: are you up to these days? What are you? I am. Um, hobnobbing with all the superstars?
4: Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Um, I'm running. A, I'm a CEO of the charity Children with Cancer UK. And I combine that with um, as you say, it's a live broadcasting. I've got to get up at what the hell o'clock to do Lorraine Kelly in the morning, oh. doing all sorts of different things like that. And I have my second series of my podcast Fame coming out at the end of this month.
2: Awesome. Uh, yes, well, we'll put yes. the, the link for that in the show notes as <gasps> oh, well. Thank you. We thank can you. do that yes. no problem at all. Um Absolutely. but it's it's always lovely to chat to you, Joe. And um please come back, we'll find another Absolutely. maybe top ten yep. David Bowie. Wait. We oh. could do that. Oh, There's that'd like, be a good one, wouldn't it? Oh. You
4: can't do that to me.
2: There you yeah. go. I, I mean, there, there it'd be David roles Bones. reversed because I would just be yeah. doing his hits, and you can go
4: with oh. deep cuts.
2: Then couldn't you? So. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You Wedges. can't do that
4: to me. Yeah. No. <laughs> or, but that's it. Man. It's definitely got to be that then because <laughs> yes. it feels like it'd be hard for you. Instead of Sophie's choice, it'll
2: be Joe's choice.
1: And way worse.
4: Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) anyway,
2: We will let you go. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you very much, Neil.
1: Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you very much, Pav. Lovely to see you again, Joe. Been great, hasn't it? fun. Thank you
2: very much for everybody for watching and listening. And let's go start the campaign. Ten. Nine.